Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Well, it's been a huge week for news and travel. A military coup in Thailand, peaceful so far, but it's still a coup. A dicey settlement between Airbnb and the city of New York. Tell you more about that later. New proposed rules from Uncle Sam on how airlines must advertise fares. A third case of MERS in the United States. I'm going to touch on all those in the next two hours of Rudy Max's World, the show that is all about travel all the time, that aims to fire your desire to hit the road or at least travel in your mind. I'm Rudy Maxa, your genial radio show host. Coming up this hour, a snapshot of travel in the U.S. this Memorial Day weekend and why it's heavier than usual. A clarification on what personal electronic items you can use aboard a plane and when. The results of a new study that says, yes, germaphobes, the inside of a commercial airliner is a giant Petri dish and what you might be able to do in terms of self-defense. Why you might want to rent a boat instead of buying one this summer. Where to find a frenzy of sea turtles along the Texas coast. If that ain't a lineup, I don't know what is. It's a full menu. Let's start with a quick look at this week's news and travel. Thailand is one of the world's most popular tourist destinations. It's also a country abrupt to, or accustomed to abrupt changes in government. This week saw a military coup following months of protests and demands for changes in the ruling class. Thais don't go to, get too upset about this. They're sort of used to it. This is a 19th coup attempt since the end of the absolute monarchy in 1932. There still is a king there. He's aging quite a bit. He holds huge sway. The people idolize him, or are said to idolize him anyway. Uh, but he, so far, he has not spoken out on the, the six-month uh, tug-of-war regarding the Thai government. Uh, most of those coups, by the way, have been relatively bloodless. Uh, but you can't be on the world's front pages and not expect a drop in tourism. Thailand's economic growth plummeted to 2.9% last year. And while that beats America's growth rate, it's really paltry compared to the typical growth rate of Thailand and its Southeast Asian neighbors. Tourism sank by 400,000 the first four months of this year. It's expected to be down even more sharply this month. Now, here's the question. Would I go to Thailand now? I get it asked all, I get asked all the time. Yes, I would. Uh, tourists have not been affected as long as they avoided street protests in the capital of Bangkok. But if I were going on vacation, I'd suggest concentrating on the northern hill country around Chiang Mai and Chiang Rai or the beaches and islands of the south like Phuket or Koh Sami, if you're planning a vacation, that is. There are no issues there. Now, how long the military is going to enforce their 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew is anyone's guess. My guess is not for long. The city's clubs and its famous red light districts would go out of business uh, if that lasts too long. Then there's Airbnb, the hugely successful website that links travelers with folks willing to rent out their apartment or a room in their apartment or a home or a castle or a lighthouse, a treehouse, you name it. Airbnb is now paying lodging taxes on rentals in Portland, Oregon, San Francisco, and New York City. But in New York City, the company's been locked in a tough battle with city officials, egged on by hoteliers who clearly see Airbnb as a threat. They've been egged on to enforce a city law that prevents anyone from renting out their home for less than 30 days, unless the owner or tenant is there when the guest is there. Now, on the last day in January, 
which is when the government of, or the city government took a look at it, 64% of the almost 20,000 hosts offering lodging in New York City that day offered their entire living space to rent, so presumably would not have been present during the guest stay. This week, in an agreement that shocked me and others, Airbnb made a deal with the state's attorney general to provide anonymous data on all its hosts in New York City over the course of the next year. Anonymous data until the attorney general's office asks for it because they want to investigate specific hosts. Now, this is a total turnabout on the part of Airbnb. It may well make New Yorkers wary about renting out space on a short-term basis. The state, for its part, says, well, it's going to focus first on renters of multiple apartments. Hmm. Hmm. All right. If this is Memorial Day weekend, must be time to check in with the AAA for an overview of the travel situation. Marshall Doney is the COO. I guess that means chief uh, operating officer of AAA. He joins me. Mr. Doney, first of all, am I pronouncing your name correctly and is COO chief operating officer? Rudy, you are 100% correct on all counts. All right. So how's it looking? I gather uh, we're expecting a little more, and you've got more travelers, and you have a theory on that, don't you? Oh, yes. We have, we're projecting, AAA is projecting a post-recession high of 36.1 million travelers this year. That's 20% higher than uh, 2009, and 88% of those travelers are going to be traveling by automobile this year. And simply put, Consumers suffered through a pretty tough winter this year, and they're looking forward to some summer fun. They've got a case of uh, the travel bug, and it looks like uh, they're curing it with some cruise cabin fever. So 20% is an enormous uh, increase. Well, it's about 2.5% over the 10-year average, but 2009 was really a dip uh, due to the economy and other issues. So we're, we're definitely on an upswing. And so you think this is pent-up demand because uh, of, of, of the, the wicked winter that just about everybody short of Southern California and uh, Florida experienced? Well, that's a, that's a big driver, the, the frigid winter temperatures that blanketed much of the country earlier this year. But another driver is, is the economy continues to make slow but steady improvement. When you look at consumer confidence levels and consumer sentiment in general, those data points are up. Disposable income's up. Um, all in all, the, the key indicators, unemployment uh, rate is down. Um, all the key indicators are pointing in the right direction. All right, so your advice to travelers is keep calm? Well, with 36.1 million people uh, heading out for uh, their first summer getaway of the year, there's going to be a lot of traffic on the highways, a lot of congestion and slowdowns. Airports are going to be busy. Air travel is up this Memorial Day as well. So uh, a good dose of patience is in order here. It can be tricky traveling with that many people. And if you're going to an airport or train station, get there early, right? Oh, yeah. At least two hours ahead of time. Expect longer than usual security lines and check your flight status frequently. You know, with today's technology, mobile apps and so forth, you can really stay up to date with your current situation in regard to travel. And even apps and when you're when you're driving will tell you what interstates or what side roads might be congested, right? Oh, yes, certainly. And uh, it, AAA has a pretty useful app that will tell you uh, what the gasoline prices are, for example, uh, on your route so you can ensure that you're getting the lowest gas prices. Terrific. Marshall, thanks for the overview. Have a lovely Memorial Day weekend. Same to you, Rudy. Thank you. Marshall Doney is the CEO of AAA, and uh, there you go. 
Busy, busy, busy. Well, one of the most photographed streets in the country, San Francisco's twisty-turning Lombard Street, is being closed to tourists temporarily for four consecutive weekends beginning late in June, and that extends through the July 4th weekend. Officials say about 2,000 cars navigate this. It's really just one block of this cobblestone street, but it's a great, gorgeous street. Uh, 2,000 cars every weekend, making some of the wealthy homeowners on the, sh- on the short but uh, very steep street a bit cranky. No one seems sure if the weekend ban will last forever, but we'll check back in about five or six weeks. Again, it doesn't close down till late June, so if you're headed there right now, well, you're okay for the moment. But uh, uh, that's just such a gorgeous street. You know, the, the gardens on that on that uh, block, everybody stops to photograph them, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, you're listening to Rudy Max's World on this Memorial Day weekend. So glad you are. We're going to be right back after this short break. Stick around. Don't touch that dial. More travel talk coming. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Introducing Orbitz Rewards. It's the only way to earn and redeem rewards instantly. And the only thing better than earning and redeeming instant travel rewards? Earning and redeeming even more instant travel rewards. When you join Orbitz Rewards, use the promo code GETHAPPY for an extra 15% off eligible hotels. Instant rewards you can pile on top of more instant rewards. That's what we call happy. Sign up now at Orbitz.com rewards to get instant gratification or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under sponsors. Right now, the Home Depot has Memorial Day savings on one gallon Bonnie vegetables and herbs, three for just 10 bucks. You save over $7. So let's take a pass on the produce section and start shopping in our backyard. With healthy savings on more than 25 varieties, you can serve up something fresh all summer long. Let's do this. One gallon Bonnie vegetables and herbs, three for just 10 bucks. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. While supplies last, Continental U.S. only. See store for details. Ron Delano, Attorney Houston. Attention mesothelioma cancer patients and families. The clock is ticking for you to receive your fair share of the billions of dollars in settlement money still available to victims of firsthand and secondhand exposure to asbestos. Don't wait. Call the nation's leading mesothelioma experts right now and find out how much you may be eligible to receive. Call 800-764-3000. Geico presents Fan Mail to a Pig. Dear Maxwell, first off, hope you are well. And I am. Seems like all you do is promote Geico's web and app abilities. And while I really enjoyed your last commercial where you talked about how I could take a photo of my VIN number and add it to my account all via my Geico app, I've got to think it doesn't leave you much time for anything else. Do tell. Sincerely, Miranda Morgan. Well, Miranda, thank you for asking. And this Geico spokespick does have time to do other things. For instance, I do a lot of VIN scanning to add a car. Just a tap away on the Geico app. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back. It's 18 minutes after the hour, and this segment of the show is brought to you by Orbit's Rewards, the only way to earn and redeem rewards instantly. The only thing better than earning and redeeming instant travel rewards? Well, earning and redeeming even more instant travel rewards. So here's the deal. When you join Orbit's Rewards, use the promo code GETHAPPY. 
You know that song, Get Happy. For an extra 15%, 15% off eligible hotels. Instant rewards, you can pile on top of more instant rewards. That's what Orbitz calls happy. Sign up now at Orbitz.com slash rewards to get instant gratification. Or go to RudyMaxa.com, look under sponsors. Well, you know that uh, in the last, uh, oh, I guess in the last six months, last four months maybe, rules regarding personal electronic devices on airplanes changed. After years of turning off every device until you were 10,000 feet above uh, sea level and and or, uh, have, it went by the wayside. And uh, so you now can use personal devices, some of them from gate to gate. Marissa Garcia is the founder of Flight Chic. Dot com. It's chic is C H I C, by the way, flightchic.com. It's a website that keeps an eye on all things aviation. It's quite a vibrant site. I was just perusing it this week. Uh, and she's an expert on, uh, well, she's, let's put it this way. She's worked in aviation since 1994. She spent 16 years on the design and manufacturing of cabin interiors and cabin safety equipment. She uh, comes from Spain. She lives in Denmark. We just reached her there. Marissa, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Thank you, Rudy. Nice to be here. Okay, Marissa, um, what's going on? We can use most devices, but there's some we have to turn off at certain times. Am I correct? Uh, well, yes. Uh, basically, the, the reason for it, though, isn't so much pertinent to the device as it's pertinent to the aircraft itself. Um, the, the, the airlines have to prove to the regulators that the specific airplane you're on is approved uh, to withstand the low-frequency transmissions that all of our personal electronic devices uh, generate. Now, some airlines were able to receive certificates from their manufacturers of their aircraft saying, yes, this is all clear on this particular plane, but not all. It's still an ongoing process. Until that process is complete, an airline may have to restrict use of PED on that particular flight. I did not know this. So does it vary by airline or by aircraft type or both? Both, actually, yes. An airline may have approved, say, for example, their Boeing 737, but not their Airbus A320. So uh, the same airline operating both types of equipment may have uh, allowances on one aircraft, but not the other. And, uh, gosh, this comes as news to me, and I imagine this has probably led to some arguments between passengers and flight attendants, who passengers who think, hey, it's all okay now, and flight, and, and even if it's on the same airline, I flew your airline last week and it was fine. What's the problem now? There must be some debates breaking out here and there around the world. Oh, absolutely, and that was the focus of the IATA uh, Cabin Safety Operations Conference I just attended in Madrid. The flight attendants and the cabin safety managers want to have a uniform policy so that passengers can enjoy their devices on all airlines, on all flights, across the board and internationally. But that's an ongoing process, so until we get to that point, people have to just keep in mind to keep it on flight mode and you know, if the flight attendant says you really can't use it, there's a good reason for that. Well, here in the states, generally when I fly, I, I know you can use your iPad from the or your from the you know from takeoff to landing, but I but computers still have to be turned off before and after landing. Is that more a function of if there's a problem, a computer can go flying through the air and hurt somebody, or is or is that an electronics question or still a mystery? 
No, you're absolutely right. It is a matter, uh, Rudy, of, of the device flying across the cabin and, and hurting someone. Um, the most dangerous phases in flight are uh, just after takeoff and just before landing. Right. And at that point, you could run into unexpected turbulence more likely than at a cruising altitude, in fact. So anything that's in the cabin that's a loose item must be properly stowed in order to avoid that it could hit the passenger next to you on the head. I mean, I hate to put it that way, but it's, you know, it's a real risk. No, it's perfectly legitimate. I'm talking with Marissa Garcia. She is the founder of a website called Flight Chic. Chic as in the French chic, C-H-I-C. It's a uh, a pretty wide-ranging site looking at uh, a lot of things involving um, aircraft. But since I have an expert on design and the manufacturing of cabin interiors uh, on on the phone with me, here, Marissa. Um, How have you, in your 16 years of being involved in cabin design, how have you seen it evolve? I mean, I don't know if you've seen the larger windows on the Dreamliner and the mood lighting, etc. I mean, I would think you would be fairly impressed, or could we be doing a lot better, or could the airlines be doing a lot better, I should say? we can always be doing a lot better, Rudy, but I'll tell you, I think it's one of the most exciting times for aircraft interiors in history. There are amazing developments being done in all of the cabin uh, elements, a lot of advanced technology being brought in place. I know there's a lot of passenger fear about cramped conditions uh, and narrower seats, etc., but I think that on the whole, um, we see an improvement uh, since I first got involved uh, with cabin interiors, and certainly what used to be first class is outclassed by today's business class, so uh, we see a lot of uh, focus on providing a quality product from the airlines, and I think that trend will continue so long as the economy stays sound and can support it. You know, aviation is always very vulnerable to economic conditions. Sure, and airlines, of course, have had enjoyed or, or didn't enjoy four or five dry years during the recession, and now they're back in the black, and so they can splash out a little more money. I would presume, uh, given your experience, that you can see a little into the future and see what we might not know about that's coming yet. Any predictions? Um, yes, I, I would think that the most exciting thing uh, for passengers is going to be a focus on improved uh, in-flight entertainment systems, uh, the advancements happening with connectivity so that we can, going back to the PEDs, once we're allowed to use them in flight, connect to the Internet uh, and stay in touch with the ground. And in terms of cabin comfort, uh, we should be able to expect quieter cabins, certainly more use of light and space to generate uh, a greater feeling of comfort on board. And there's a lot of focus, too, in terms of air quality and ensuring that there is um, adequate humidity in the cabin, which aviation recognizes really affects jet lag. So there's a lot of focus on reducing those uh, physical uh, effects of flying. Can we make the lavatories a little larger in coach? Some are definitely focused on that. Um, yes, I, I agree. It's, it's, an, it's an element that needs considering. I have to say some manufacturers are looking to actually make them a little tighter so they can fit in some extra seats, but no. I don't want to generate a lot of <laughs> turmoil about that. There are some uh, uh, cabin uh, toilets that are being made much nicer, and some even include showers now. It's, it's really lovely. Yeah, well, that's in the front of the plane. I'm talking about the rest of us uh, schleppers who have to... Yes. 
fly in the back of the plane and have these little tiny laboratories. I can't imagine them making any tinier. I think one thing that we should expect, which I think even the industry is not quite expecting yet, but is coming, is a wave of greater passenger accommodation of special needs and roominess and um, and mobility. I think that's the next big wave, um, and I'm excited about it because I think with the uh, growing uh, population of uh, silver surfer passengers coming uh, to the aviation industry, with the more that we can accommodate that, um, those passengers make flying a pleasure for them, the better the industry is going to be. In fact, um, I, as you know, I'm a regular contributor to Skift, uh, who are a great group of people, and uh, I have an article on that uh, in the Skift website as well. I really think we're headed in that direction. Uh, the website Skift is spelled S-K-I-F-T dot com, and it conglomerates interesting articles on travel, and you can sign up to receive it for free at skift.com. Just a quick, we only have about uh, 30 seconds left, Marissa, but what is that phrase you use, silver surfers? Yes, silver surfer. That's Are those the, old uh, people? Well, we're thinking, yes, the mobile senior, the uh, oh. right in touch and traveling senior. I've never yeah, heard that tomorrow's. phrase, silver surfer. Is that an industry term? Uh, no, actually, I got the term from uh, Landor, a design firm, uh, uh, Peter okay. Knapp, who is their future expert. Uh, but I have seen it used elsewhere as well. I think it's a really good one, though. <laughs> Landor is a big uh, San Francisco-based airline des- airplane design firm, isn't it? Well, they're, they're a London. design firm in general. They also design aircraft, but they're a leading worldwide design firm. Yeah. All right. Marissa Garcia, we reached her in uh, Denmark, and uh, she is the founder of FlightCheek.com. Check it out. Marissa, uh, it's Memorial Day weekend here in America. I know it's not in Denmark, but go ahead and pretend it is. Take Monday off. Thank you. <laughs> we'll be right back here in Rudy Max's world after this. We're going to talk about, uh, oh, dear, we're going to talk about germs on planes. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. Want a bright start to summer? Ask Sherwin-Williams during the Sunny Day Sale and save 30% on paints and stains May 18th through the 26th. With colors like pool blue, organic green, and daffodil, we've got everything you need to add a splash of color. Visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams paint store and save 30% today. Find your nearest store at sherwinwilliams.com sale. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. 
Here's Rudy Maxa. It is 13 minutes after the hour on this Memorial Day weekend. So glad you're here in Rudy Maxa's world where we talk all travel all the time. Dr. James Barbary is an associate director for research at Auburn, the Auburn University Center for Detection and Food Safety. He's an adjunct professor um, in the pathobiology department at the College of Veterinary Medicine at Auburn University. That's a lot of titles. He teaches uh, clinical microbiology. Anyway, long and short of it is, whenever we talk germs and travel on this show, people respond. Oh, my goodness, we get the Facebook page post. We get the emails. Remember, I don't know, what, two and a half years ago when bed bugs were all the rage in hotels and we had bed bug experts on and true stories of people who had been bitten by bed bugs. Don't hear much about them these days. I don't know if that means there's less or it was just a, a fad. Now it's germs on planes or snakes on planes, germs on planes. Um, and uh, Dr. Barbary, you uh, recently were involved in a study, is that correct, that uh, reveals that our f- fears of germaphobes are well-founded when it comes to germs on the interior of commercial aircraft. Did I summarize it correctly? Uh, not quite. Uh, what we did was several years ago, well, about three years ago, we we decided to do a project and to look at the risk for transmission of certain pathogens on airplane cabins. And so everybody worries about they're going to catch this and that on the airplane because everybody's coughing and so forth. And we decided to look at the surfaces and look at the possibility for transmission of certain pathogens, and pathogens are disease-causing bacteria. And so we chose uh, E. coli 015787H7, which is a foodborne illness organism, and also the MRSA organism, methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus. One percent of the population carry that organism, and and we all know about it because it's very resistant to antibiotics. And... uh, and it's very tough to get uh, rid of an infection with, with that organism. Can I interrupt so you and just we, ask well, you how that infection manifests itself, if, if you catch well, it? Well, with uh, Staph aureus, uh, you can get a skin infection, wound infection. You can even have a pneumonia. So it can cause a, a lot of different uh, types of infections. Okay. Uh, versus the E. coli 15787 is a foodborne illness, uh, especially uh, trouble for children less than five years old causing hemolytic uremia syndrome or diarrhea uh, in adults and so forth. Uh, it's a, the jack-in-the-box organism. I, about 10 years ago, they had a, an outbreak of hamburger meat, and everybody knows it uh, by that name. Right. But anyway, uh, so... What did you find? Uh, we found out that the E. coli 015787 will survive... Uh, in the pocket cloth, which is right behind the seat of the airplane, for uh, about 96 hours. And we found that staph- the uh, MRSA organism will survive there about a week. Yo. And so uh, what we're doing is we're, we're gathering data to look at what is the real risk for transmission in, in airline cabins. And so we did this uh, in a very systematic, scientific way. Uh, it took us about a year to get the protocol. We have six surfaces that we obtained from the airlines, uh, you know, like the toilet handle, uh, the pocket seat cloth, the armrest material. The food tray. And, yeah. yeah, the food tray and a couple of others. Okay. And so we, we checked uh, the survivability of these organisms on those surfaces. And uh, we also did this under the conditions of an airplane. An airplane has a low humidity um, environment, 
and that is kind of unusual. But uh, when you go on an airplane, you're in about 20% humidity. Is that conducive? Is that conducive to the longevity of these germs? Actually, uh, it is not. Uh, most bacteria uh, require a higher humidity to, for optimal growth and so forth. What can uh, in I... This case, Pardon, sir. I was going to ask, because we only have two minutes left, I, what, can I, what should I as a passenger be doing? Well, I, I think you should keep this in mind, what we have reported and so forth, and use good hygiene. And also know that we're working with the airlines, and what we plan to do are some more disinfection studies. We're looking at the possibility of adding some antibacterials to some of these sub, some of these, uh, these surfaces that we have tested. And so just be... Uh, aware of what's going on and to be clean. Should you wipe down that idea. tray and should you wipe down your tray and your armrest when you get on a plane? Wouldn't hurt. <laughs> and I just I'm I'm thinking, you know, you're talking about the seat the the, the pocket and the seat back. Um, that's a fabric. You can't really wipe that down, can you? No, you can't. Uh, so what we're talking about is we we discovered what should be obvious. The porous surfaces uh, are more protective for the bacteria than the non-porous surfaces. Right. We also did transmission studies, and we also showed that even though the hard surfaces, like the stainless steel toilet button, doesn't allow the bacteria to live very long, it is a good surface for it to be transmitted from. So wash your hands after you after after hitting that flush button in in uh, in a, an airplane laboratory, uh, Doctor Barbary. We, we could, I know every germaphobe in our audience is listening to this, going, "No, I need more, I need more." But we are rushing, running up against a commercial break. But I want to thank you for this. Can we check in with you in maybe six months or so? Uh, it'd be great. Thank you very much, Doctor. Doctor James Barbary's uh, with uh, Auburn University. By the way, he worked for. Uh, uh, six years for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and he teaches clinical microbiology and general microbiology there at the University of uh, Auburn University in Alabama. He's been doing it since 1991. So wipe down those surfaces if this drives you nuts. I guess you don't touch that seat back uh, pocket in front of you. I'm Rudy Maxa. You're listening to Rudy Maxa's World. Come on back, and we're going to talk about renting boats instead of buying them. Now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. When my daughter told me she was getting married this spring in Napa, my first thought was, to that guy? My second was, my allergies. That's when a friend told me about Advil Allergy. Turns out it's the only allergy medicine that relieves my itchy eyes and runny nose and has the speed and strength of Advil to tackle even my toughest allergy pain. So I could focus on the ceremony, not my allergies. Fight even the toughest allergy symptoms with Advil Allergy, the only allergy medicine that comes with the speed and strength of Advil. Use as directed. Hey, welcome to Boost Mobile. What can I get for you today? Well, uh, what are your options? Well, you can pick a phone and get a plan starting at just $40 a month with unlimited talk, text, and data. Hmm, okay, okay. Uh, how much is the plan for uh, this smartphone? $40 a month. What about the plan for that one with the huge screen? Yeah, that one also is $40 a month. Even with the new Samsung Galaxy S5? Yep. How much is the plan with that shiny gold phone? <laughs> it's got to be like, what, a thousand bucks, right? Wrong. No matter which phone you choose... 
Our plans start at $40 a month. Okay, okay, I get that. But but what about... Pick the phone you want on the plan you want. Plans starting at only $40 a month for unlimited talk, text, and data on a nationwide Sprint 4G LTE network. Boost Mobile. $40 plan includes 500 megabytes a month of 3G, 4G high-speed data. Video streaming may be limited to 3G speeds. Shrinking payment discounts are not included with monthly unlimited select plans. Coverage not available everywhere. Sprint 4G LTE reaches over 200 million people. Phone availability may vary. Additional restrictions apply. See in-store materials or boostmobile.com for details. Geico presents Fan Mail to a Pig. Dear Maxwell, I just want to say thank you for making my Geico Insurance ID card digital. It's easy to find on the app. It doesn't give me paper cuts, and I always have it on hand because it's on my phone. Because of this, I finally cleaned out my glove box, which was filled with years of paper ID cards. Any thought on what I should put in my glove box now? Sincerely, Trent Patterson. Hmm, Trent, what can you put in the glove box? Here's a crazy thought. How about gloves? Digital insurance ID cards, just a tap away on the Geico app. Suffering from allergy congestion? On my nature walks, I couldn't smell the flowers or breathe in the fresh spring air. Then I discovered Allegra D. Allegra D decongests and depressurizes with a fast, non-drowsy antihistamine, plus a powerful decongestant for 24 hours of congestion-free breathing. Now I don't just appreciate nature, I breathe it all in. Allegra D. Stop suffering. Start breathing. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Starts working in one hour. Use only as directed. Visit Allegra.com. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, Go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Shannon Stoke. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Uh, wonderful to have you here. Uh, oh, I, I, uh, Brian is with I'm Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the next hour's uh, guest. Brian Petro, uh, Petro is with me. He's the director of GetMyBoat.com, which is a website that suggests maybe you don't want to stand in front of a toilet and tear up $100 bills and flush them down that toilet, which is sort of the cliche about what it means to own a boat. Uh, Brian suggests maybe you rent it, and he's got a website called GetMyBoat.com. Brian, welcome to the show. Nice to have you. Hi, Rudy. Thanks for having me on. All right, so you call this a peer-to-peer boat-sharing company. What does that mean, peer-to-peer? Well, that means that if you own a boat and you're not using it, which most people aren't, about 92% of the year, right. you can put it on our website for rent or charter, and then someone else, like yourself or myself, can actually come on and rent it. All right, I thought peer-to-peer might meant it had to be another person who has a boat, but no. Uh, yeah, so there could be, you know, it could be, uh, your, let's say yourself has the boat and you want to put it up for rent, and then it'd be myself looking to search to go somewhere out on the water. So we connect those two people together, give the boat owner a way to offset some of the cost of ownership while so, making it a little bit more affordable for the renter to get out there without uh, having to own the boat themselves. But I don't own a boat. Can I rent a boat at getmyboat.com? Of course you can. We make okay, it that, simple. You can go on your, you can go on your computer, you can go on your iPhone, Android device. 
search boats right around you and look for the that meets the price point. Okay, I'm sorry. It was the peer-to-peer that confused me. I thought, well, peer-to-peer would mean somebody just like you, which would mean somebody running who owned a boat already. I thought it was just boat owners to boat owners. But okay, this is wide open to the public then. Exactly. Okay. Now you have, uh, and 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 what to, I I know boats come in so many different size and conf, you know configuration, shape, size, colors, etc. And it depends. Uh, all those things determine the rental price. But give me a, you know, give me a ballpark figure. You know, if a couple wants to rent a sort of standard motorboat somewhere to whiz around a lake, what might that cost a day? Yeah, you're right. You know, it does definitely. Uh, there's costs that vary depending on the boat, especially with our marketplace having 14,000 boats in 80 countries and 1,400 yeah. cities. Uh, you know, the average price you're looking there could be just a few hundred dollars a day. Okay, okay, and um, and 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 what sort of what what does one do when one is, if is shopping uh, for a boat rental? What are the things to look for? What are the questions to ask? Well, the questions to ask would be. The location, of course, being one of them. And also what you're looking to do on the water. And sometimes you don't even want to operate the boat yourself, so you'd be looking for a captain charter or a crew charter where you can just relax and, and have the owner do all the work. Maybe you're looking for a bare boat where you can take the boat out for yourself, and you'll just definitely want to ask about the operating condition as well if you're going to do that. All right. Now, I know bare, board char- bare boat charters are very uh, popular in the Caribbean where a couple – or two or three couples might rent a you know a very impressive sailboat and go around the islands. Would that be something I might be able to find at getmyboat.com? You would, of course you would. Like I mentioned, we're in eighty countries worldwide, and we cover anything from fishing charters to kayak rentals to powerboat wakeboarding trips. Uh, even in South Africa, we have you know great white shark diving. Yikes! So you can find anything from bareboat to those uh, you know crazy excursions as well. And what are some of the top boating destinations in the U.S. and, if you happen to know, abroad as well? Yeah, so we actually just published the top summer boating destinations based on actual data given from our website. And, you know, we're looking at what some people may have already known, but uh, Miami, St. John, of course, San Francisco is huge for sailing, San Diego. And then if you're looking abroad, you're, you're looking at, you know, the Mediterranean, uh, Australia, so places like Greece, uh, Turkey, Croatia, or hot spots for boating as well. You also have uh, an app for both uh, iOS and Android op- operating systems that allow you to literally search at dockside, as you put it. So you're standing in the water, you're looking out at the water, and you say to your significant other standing, wouldn't it be nice to just get a boat and go out there, and you just can tap on the phone and see if anybody within the next, uh, within the, right there in the harbor has got a boat to rent, right? Correct. Yeah, you pull up the app, it's as simple as that. We, it loads a map with pins directly around you, and you can contact them right there on the fly, right from you know the harbor or you know the waterfront. And, and at the same ten, time, we, it, I'm sorry, I just wanted to point out in the ten seconds we have left, we're talking yachts and sailboats, but also hovercrafts and kayaks. So it could go down to a modest kayak. Yep, and if it floats, we'll rent it. Okay, there's no charge for listing a boat for rental. By the way, if you if this is if this has piqued your interest to put your boat on uh, getmyboat.com. Drop a uh, drop Brian Petro P E T R O a line. Getmyboat.com. Brian, thanks for stopping by. Thanks. We'll see you on the water. Good day. Good deal. We'll be right back.
Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Or go to Facebook and look up Rudy Maxa Travel Leisure. That's my fan page, and we post uh, links to a lot of our guests. And I post, you know, Anna, uh, I mean, my producer, Janet, will post some deals, and I post some stuff during the week about what's going on in travel and my life. A couple quick deals before we get to my guest. Uh, the Papagayo Peninsula is a gorgeous, gorgeous, lush peninsula in Costa Rica. There are a couple resorts there. You may remember we did a remote from the Four Seasons there in the fall. The Andaz has just opened the Andaz Papagayo Costa Rica. They're offering a 50% off... Uh, uh, sale. It is, let's see, it's for Hyatt Gold Passport members. You can book for four nights, pay for only two, and get a $50 food and beverage credit. Or you can stay five nights, get two nights free, and a resort credit of $150. Stay six nights, get two nights free, and a resort credit of $250. The standard room for rate for a double there is about $300 a night. Uh, you've got to use the offer code APPGYO. I guess that's, I don't know what it is, APGYO for Papagayo, A-P-P-G-Y-O. If you go to Rudy Max's uh, fan page, or that would be me, my fan page on Facebook, you'll see a link to uh, getting that deal. And you can save $400 per couple on any November or December 2014 or 2015 European river cruise aboard a Viking longship. Oh, wait a minute. No, I guess it is 2015 as well. You've got to make reservations between May 23rd, that would be fr- last Friday, yesterday, Friday, uh, through the 27th. So you got to move fast on this. $400 per couple. You can combine it with other special savings discounts and early booking discounts and the Viking Explorer Society travel credits and referral rewards. You've got to use the code 18ECHO. Go to uh, call Viking, uh, Viking Cruises or go to your travel agent and get more details. Now, let's say you want to help some turtles out. Let's say you want to go to Texas to do that. Well, my next guest knows all about that. Her name is Megan Chilkett, and she is a media specialist with SeaTurtle.com. And uh, let's, Megan, why don't you tell me what Sea Turtle's mission is? Well, um, hi, Rudy. Uh, we have a <laughs> we have a three part mission at Sea Turtle Inc. Here, um, the first is rehabilitation and release of sick and injured sea turtles sea turtles back into the wild. We want to get as many back out there as possible. Um, um, our second mission is education, and we believe this is a vital component to this future survival of these endangered sea turtles. All sea turtles are endangered, so we try to educate the public on the plight of the sea turtles, the state of our marine environment, and how people can help and actually make a difference by everyday simple choices, such as minimizing trash consumption, and in particular, reducing and recycling your plastic. All right, before, um, we go any, before we go any further, I realize neither you nor I mentioned where you are. You're in South Padre Island in Texas. and yes, uh, very uh, tip of Texas. <laughs> yes, and June and July are apparently uh, uh, good family vacation times for South Padre Island, but what can I do if I'm a visitor? How can I get involved with Sea Turtle Inc. and help you guys out and learn some stuff and have my kids learn some stuff? 
Well, we our facility is open six days a week, um, and we have quite a few turtles, you know, usually around 40 turtles at a time, um, some being re- rehabilitated. Others are non-releasable into the wild due to injuries. Um, but you can come and walk through the facility and learn about all the turtles. We also um, have educational presentations um, every hour and, and um, let, let the public know what we do and about the different species of turtles and what they come up across. And it's a uh, free. We don't, we just have a suggested donation. So, um, a $3 for an adult and $2 for children. And, um, so it's a great family place. It's, you know, just, a, it's a, Great stop when you're down here vacationing. I think Janet is um, going to put a link to a video of Allison, who is the first sea turtle in the world to what? She actually is the first sea turtle to have a prosthesis. Um, she was uh, attacked by a predator when she was very young, um, and three out of four of her flippers were were eaten. And oh. um, so that, you know, she when she came in, we thought she only had about a 5% chance of surviving through the first few days. However, she recovered from her wounds, but in her condition, she was only able to swim in circles and needed to be in shallow water to allow her to come up for air. Right. So in 2007, one of our interns here um, started researching ideas to help her better swim and dive, you know, as sea turtles are intended to do. And so he um, started the first prototype of a prosthesis fin for her, and we are now five versions in. And her newest one is made of carbon fiber, and it gently clips around her shell so it's non-invasive, and it allows her to swim in a straight line, to dive deep, and and just act like a normal sea turtle. So does she have have all three flippers been replaced by this prosthesis? No, she still she just has the one, and she only wears the prosthesis about three hours each day, um, just to exercise. And then the rest of the time, she is in a shallow tank um, where she can get up for air because with only the one flipper, she can only swim in a circle. And so this allows her to exercise. And the flippers do not grow back on sea turtles. So once they're gone, they're gone. Check it out at uh, SeaTurtleInc.org. If you're headed down to Texas, down the southern part of Texas, South Padre Island, stop in and see the hatchlings, which in July will go into the Gulf. Uh, Megan Chilkett, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you very much. We're coming to the end of the first hour of your stations leaving us. We'll see you again next week. Most stations stick around, so give me six minutes. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back with lots more travel. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.